Job chapter 13 Indeed, my eyes have seen all this, my ears have heard and understood. What you know, I also know. I am not inferior to you. Yet I desire to speak to the Almighty and argue my case before God. You, however, smear with lies. You are all worthless physicians. If only you would remain silent, for that would be your wisdom. Hear now my argument and listen to the plea of my lips. Will you speak wickedly on God's behalf or speak deceitfully for him? Would you show him partiality or argue in his defense? Would it be well when he examined you? Could you deceive him like a man? Surely he would rebuke you if you secretly showed partiality. Would his majesty not terrify you? Would the dread of him not fall upon you? Your maxims are proverbs of ashes. Your defenses are defenses of clay. Be silent, and I will speak. Then let come to me what may. Why do I put myself at risk and take my life in my own hands? Though he slay me, I will hope in him. I will still defend my ways to his face. Moreover, this will be my salvation, for no godless man can appear before him. Listen carefully to my words. Let my declaration ring in your ears. Behold, now that I have prepared my case, I know that I will be vindicated. Can anyone indict me? If so, I will be silent and die. Only grant these two things to me, so that I need not hide from you. Withdraw your hand from me, and do not let your terror frighten me. Then call me, and I will answer, or let me speak, and you can reply. How many are my iniquities and sins? Reveal to me my transgression and sin. Why do you hide your face and consider me as your enemy? Would you frighten a wind-blown leaf? Would you chase after dry chaff? For you record bitter accusations against me, and bequeath to me the iniquities of my youth. You put my feet in the stocks, and stand watch over all my paths. You set a limit for the soles of my feet. So man wastes away like something rotten, like a moth-eaten garment. Chapter 14 Man, who is born of woman, and short of days and full of trouble, like a flower he comes forth, then withers away, like a fleeting shadow he does not endure. Do you open your eyes to one like this? Will you bring him into judgment before you? Who can bring out clean from unclean? No one. Since his days are determined and the number of his months is with you, and since you have set limits that he cannot exceed, look away from him and let him rest, so he can enjoy his day as a hired hand. For there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again and its tender shoots will not fail. If its roots grow old in the ground and its stump dies in the soil, at the scent of water it will bud and put forth twigs like a sapling. But a man dies and is laid low. He breathes his last, and where is he? As water disappears from the sea and a river becomes parched and dry, so a man lies down and does not rise. Until the heavens are no more, he will not be awakened or roused from sleep. If only you would hide me and shield and conceal me until your anger has passed. If only you would appoint a time for me, and then remember me. When a man dies, will he live again? All the days of my hard service I will wait until my renewal comes. You will call, and I will answer. You will desire the work of your hands. For then you would count my steps, but would not keep track of my sin. 
My transgression would be sealed in a bag, and you would cover over my iniquity. But as a mountain erodes and crumbles, and a rock is dislodged from its place, as water wears away the stones and torrents wash away the soil, so you destroy a man's hope. You forever overpower him, and he passes on. You change his countenance and send him away. If his sons receive honor, he does not know it. If they are brought low, he is unaware. He feels only the pain of his own body and mourns only for himself. Chapter 15 Then Eliphaz the Temanite replied, Does a wise man answer with empty counsel, or fill his belly with the hot east wind? Should he argue with useless words or speeches that serve no purpose? But you even undermine the fear of God, and hinder meditation before him. For your iniquity instructs your mouth, and you choose the language of the crafty. Your own mouth, not mine, condemns you. Your own lips testify against you. Were you the first man ever born? Were you brought forth before the hills? Do you listen in on the counsel of God or limit wisdom to yourself? What do you know that we do not? What do you understand that is not clear to us? Both the gray-haired and the aged are on our side, men much older than your father. Are the consolations of God not enough for you? even words spoken gently to you? Why has your heart carried you away, and why do your eyes flash, as you turn your spirit against God and pour such words from your mouth? What is man, that he should be pure, or one born of woman, that he should be righteous? If God puts no trust in his holy ones, if even the heavens are not pure in his eyes, how much less man, who is vile and corrupt, who drinks injustice like water? Listen to me, and I will inform you. I will describe what I have seen, what was declared by wise men, and was not concealed from their fathers, to whom alone the land was given, when no foreigner passed among them. A wicked man writhes in pain all his days. Only a few years are reserved for the ruthless. Sounds of terror fill his ears. In his prosperity the destroyer attacks him. He despairs of his return from darkness and is marked for the sword. He wanders about as food for vultures, he knows the day of darkness is at hand. Distress and anguish terrify him, overwhelming him like a king poised to attack. For he has stretched out his hand against God, and has vaunted himself against the Almighty, rushing headlong at him with a thick studded shield. Though his face is covered with fat and his waistline bulges with flesh, he will dwell in ruined cities and abandoned houses destined to become rubble. He will no longer be rich, his wealth will not endure, his possessions will not overspread the land. He will not escape from the darkness, the flame will wither his shoots, and the breath of God's mouth will carry him away. Let him not deceive himself with trust and emptiness, for emptiness will be his reward. It will be paid in full before his time, and his branch will not flourish. He will be like a vine stripped of its unripe grapes, like an olive tree that sheds its blossoms. For the company of the godless will be barren, and fire will consume the tents of bribery. They conceive trouble and give birth to evil. Their womb is pregnant with deceit. Chapter 16 Then Job answered, I've heard many things like these. Miserable comforters are you all. Is there no end to your long-winded speeches? What provokes you to continue testifying? I could also speak like you if you were in my place. I could heap up words against you and shake my head at you. But I would encourage you with my mouth, and the consolation of my lips would bring relief. 
Even if I speak, my pain is not relieved. And if I hold back, how will it go away? Surely he has now exhausted me. You have devastated all my family. You have bound me, and it has become a witness. My frailty rises up and testifies against me. His anger has torn me and opposed me. He gnashes his teeth at me. My adversary pierces me with his eyes. They open their mouths against me and strike my cheeks with contempt. They join together against me. God has delivered me to unjust men. He has thrown me to the clutches of the wicked. I was at ease, but he shattered me. He seized me by the neck and crushed me. He has set me up as his target. His archers surround me. He pierces my kidneys without mercy and spills my gall on the ground. He breaks me with wound upon wound. He rushes me like a mighty warrior. I have sewn sackcloth over my skin. I've buried my horn in the dust. My face is red with weeping and deep shadows ring my eyes. Yet my hands are free of violence and my prayer is pure. Oh, earth, do not cover my blood. May my cry for help never be laid to rest. Even now, my witness is in heaven and my advocate is on high. My friends are my scoffers as my eyes pour out tears to God. Oh, that a man might plead with God as he pleads with his neighbor. For when only a few years are past, I will go the way of no return.